As a thank you for your support of our ministry this month, Joel and Victoria would like to send you a copy of Joel's new series, With You, For You, Living in God's Presence and Favor. In this new series, you'll be reminded that if you feel discouraged, helpless, or alone, God is right there with you. You can live in His presence and favor every day. He is ready to give you victory in your life. To request your copy of With You, For You, visit us online or call us toll-free. I'm John Gray, and welcome to John Gray's World. He never intended for broken heart to be the absolute in your life. God intended for you to walk in beauty and harmony and love and peace and joy, and he wanted you to have dominion over your emotions and over your mind and over your spirit and over your family and over your children. Fresh word, fresh perspective, and a whole lot of hallelujah. John Gray's world. Boom. Praise God. I'm John Gray, and I want to welcome you to today's program. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, today is going to be intense and supercharged. We're going to be dealing with dominion, but not just dominion in a general sense, a specific area of dominion where the enemy fights the hardest taking dominion over the attacks of the enemy against your family. I believe that the enemy has pulled out all the stops in trying to bring strife and brokenness to the family unit, because if he can get pain in the family unit, he can bring despair and guilt and brokenness. But we declare by the authority of Jesus Christ that the enemy has no room and no access to our families. So do me a favor, lean in, Press the DVR button, call everybody you know, because we're going after dominion today, and we're going to let the devil know he cannot have our families. You know how your boy does it. It's your boy, John Gray. It's John Gray's world, and I'll see you right after this message. Every resource of hell is designed to dismantle the family. Let's emasculate the man. Let's get one of them women that like to talk a lot. Amen. To all the black women. Amen. <laughs> Love y'all. Oh, no, you didn't. Why don't you talk about them white women, too? <laughs> and the Hispanics. No, 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 papi. We're going to do it this way. You need to listen to me. You need to listen to me. I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> no. Do you know where that comes from? Here's what the Bible says. In Genesis 3, Johnny, this is so, stop laughing. I'm trying to focus. In Genesis 3, when the serpent deceived Eve and Adam, this is what happened. The Bible says, this is, this is real deep. The eighth verse, Genesis 3 and 8, write this down. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Now let me help you to understand something. That question was not for God. God knew exactly where Adam was. He wanted Adam to know that I know that you're out of place. Do you know that you're out of place? One 
interaction with the enemy caused us to lose dominion. And not only lose dominion, now we're in the garden God created for us walking in shame. How many of us live in the thing God planted us in and because of past experience, because of bad thinking, we walk around defeated, we walk around less than because we have allowed the lie of the enemy to permeate and overtake the truth of God that's been declared over our lives. God said, Adam, where are you? He said, I hid because I was, I was naked. And God said, who told you you were naked? What God says is, who told you and gave you a false reality? Who told you something that I didn't tell you? And why did you take that as truth when you've been walking with my sound in the garden? I'm going somewhere because in Genesis 2, 25, it says, and the man and his wife were both naked and unashamed. This is not about clothing. This was about spiritual uncover. We were unveiled. I could show Eve everything about me and I wasn't ashamed. I could show him my broken places and I'm not ashamed. The enemy comes to sow shame because shame causes you to cover. And when you have to cover, you are already masking a part of you that the other person that's in your life was literally called to either pour into or get value from. You hiding your broken areas is only delaying the beauty of God bringing two together and they shall become one. You're not one when you get married. It's a lifelong process of becoming. That's the will of God. It doesn't happen overnight. And because we've been watching too much TV and listening to the wrong voices, we assume that it's supposed to happen in five years or 10 years. How is it that you've been living by yourself for a certain amount of years and then all of a sudden you expect to just be in harmony with this other person in a year, two years, five years, 10 years, and the enemy is counting on your impatience and your misunderstanding of what marriage is in order to get you out of it. We got to fight for this thing because the enemy has been real stealth in breaking up marriages and sneaking in strange women and ungodly men and whispers and backbiters and I bind that devil in the name of Jesus. Ain't no perfume that good, man of God. Walk away. Ask the Lord to show you what she looks like in the spirit so you can see what it is, not what it smells like. Some of y'all looking at me like, I'm so mad at you, I'm ready to go. Well, maybe there's something you need to confess to God because you ain't really mad at me. I don't know what you're walking through, but we're going to fight for marriage in here and we're going to fight for family in here. We have so many people that are walking through life unhappy, unfulfilled, have never dealt with their issues. And God is saying, we got to fight for that tonight. Not saying we're going to get it all done tonight, but we need to at least address it tonight. 
The man and his wife were both naked and unashamed. And here comes the enemy, breaks it all up. And now Adam and Eve are hiding in the garden, uncovered, ashamed. God is saying, is there anything you've been hiding like you can actually hide from God? He said, where are you? That wasn't for God, it was for Adam. And that's what God is saying to us today. Where are you in relationship to me? Where are you? Are you hiding from me in plain sight? Do you think I don't see what you're walking through, what you're struggling with? All you had to do is come tell me what you're walking through. I was going to cover that. I was going to cleanse that. It was always my heart to give you the best. But now you're hiding and walking in shame, and you confess what the enemy said about you over what I declared over you. So easy for us to believe the lesser, so hard to believe the greater. It's easy. I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But it's hard for you to hear, I created you for dominion. Let them have dominion and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. You'll let somebody outside the church say, see, now you're trying to do something that's not Bible. Everybody got to struggle. We already know because of fallen state of man, we're going to struggle. But that doesn't change God's original intent. He never intended for it to be this hard. He never intended for those tears to rock you to sleep. He never intended for broken heart to be the absolute in your life. God intended for you to walk in beauty and harmony and love and peace and joy. And he wanted you to have dominion over your emotions and over your mind and over your spirit and over your family and over your children. Got one amen. I guess I'm preaching to one person. The enemy has caused us to believe that marriage is a trap. The old ball and chain. You never see good marriages on TV. Everybody's always miserable. They make a joke of it. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to sow seeds of corruption. Marriage is not are making. We didn't make it. God made it. And the enemy wants to corrupt it and pervert it and to make light of it and to diminish it. But marriage is holy and marriage is created by God to be a model of Christ in the church in the earth. And that's why the enemy fights against it like nothing else because it looks like Jesus. <laughs> marriage is not a trap. It's a choice. It's choosing the process of development over the safety of the familiar. And it is a choice. I'm talking to men now. I'm waiting on God. He's going to show me my Eve. He's going to show me my rib. Man, quit playing. Be a man. Make a decision. Approach her with some humility and with some honor and some integrity. And you find her attractive. Ask God about it and then pursue it to its reasonable end. Get some accountability around you. See if it's God. If it's not, then back away before you injure her because God wants her covered. Ladies, stop telling all your secrets on the first gathering, the first date, the first Starbucks cover your heart for out of your heart flows the issues of life stop telling him everything don't give him everything don't devalue yourself don't give him the most valuable part of you over a meal y'all gotta help me in here because I almost gotta go what I've learned is that marriage is a mirror and a scalpel. It's God's way of showing you what you were before marriage found you. Marriage is not magic. You don't become something the moment you say I do. 
You enter into something the moment you say, I do. That's why marriage is for men, not boys. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I acted like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Singleness after a certain point is a childish thing. It's cute for a while, but now you're 42. You need to go ahead and make a decision. <laughs> Marriage is a choice. And that choice is so filled with the promise of God that when you make it, he promises favor goes with it. I'm trying to help somebody because if you're in here married and you didn't remember this, you got favor. Some of y'all got years of untapped favor. I'm getting ready to shout for you. For every marriage in here, I don't care if it's barely holding on, just one thin American piece of cotton between you and goodbye. If you're still together, God can begin to mend that thing. Do you know how much favor you got with that woman next to you? Do you know how much favor you got with that man who gave you that ring? Do you know how much favor you got? There's so much favor in marriage. God wants to bless it. He wants to breathe on it. He says, when you get a wife, I'm going to give you favor. That means I'm going to breathe on your ideas. I'm going to breathe on your business. I'm going to breathe on your hopes and dreams. I'm going to breathe on the things that you think about because favor comes with the territory. People talk about marriage, whatever. And to stay single, it's me to be single. Huh? That's fine. If you're called to be single, God bless you. But there are many of us that are believing God for a godly covenant that produces godly fruit. Amen? Amen? And then people are like, well, I've been divorced. What about me? You should have preached this six years ago. <laughs> True dominion is found in taking personal responsibility for your choices. When you really walk in dominion, you can say, hey, I've made some mistakes here, here, and here. And I've got some weaknesses here, here, and here. But God, I'm going to submit those to you, and I'm going to give you dominion over it. I got dominion. You gave it to me. I'm going to receive your authority in that area. I want you to come and water these dry places in my garden, in the garden of my understanding, in the garden of my understanding of commitment. God, help me. God, grow me. God, mature me, because I've got to fight for my family. Help me in here. When you walk in dominion, you can't help but produce greatness. See, we've resigned greatness in others when it's been assigned to us. We resigned Simone to give other people the platform when God designed the platform for us. Greatness is my right as a son of the Most High God. Greatness is your right as a daughter of the King. It's not a suggestion. It was a command. Have dominion. Run it. Subdue it. Fill the earth. Dominion is knowing who God created you to be. And once you know something, you cannot unknow it. You can't tell me two plus two isn't four. I know that it's four. One plus three, it's four. Four plus zero, four. I know it. 
I know Jesus is real. I know it. I know he died for my sins. I know it. I know God caused me to make a decision to choose the wife that I chose. I know it. Don't let the enemy come. Did God tell you that was your do? Should you have made that decision? Be careful how the enemy comes in. He never comes in when it's all good. He comes in when there's drama. He's looking for the moment of weakness, the moment of question. He's looking for the moment that he can sneak in. He's a liar, a no good, filthy, lying devil. He wants to break up your home because in breaking up your home, he gets to take your seed. Pastor Craig, and I had a nice little pre-dinner meeting tonight, and he asked me. We were just talking, and then somehow we got on to, hey, how's your mom? And I told him, and, and, and we were talking about, you know, my mom and dad and how they got divorced when I was real young. And he said, did you know your dad? I thought about it. I said, no. I think I saw my dad maybe four times in my life. And for some reason, it just hit a nerve with me tonight. And it wasn't until I was sitting there tonight that I realized that the devil really wasn't going after my dad for my dad's sake. He was going after my dad because of me. He knew that he had a better chance of diverting me from destiny if I didn't have a father in the way, messing up hell's plans. If I could just get that father out of the way and that husband, the house band, the man that bands the house together, if I can get him out of position, I can start whispering to his daughter and I can whisper to the son and I can whisper to the kids and I can make that woman feel unloved and devalued. And God is saying, I need the men to understand the power and the authority of dominion that I have given you. I'm speaking to every husband in here. If your wife is here, grab her hand. And tell her you love her. I don't care if y'all argue on the way here. Grab her hand. Tell, Baby, I love you. I know we've been walking through the tough place, but at least we're walking through it. At least we're still together. Girl, I'm so in love with you. You don't hear me. That's the Holy Ghost. I know my time is up. Pastor Joel is out of town, so I'm going to. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Love you, Pastor. I know you're watching. I know you're watching somewhere with your good hair, with your, with your good hair. Just praise the Lord. All right. The enemy wasn't fighting my father just to take him out. He wanted to seed because if you can get rid of the one who's supposed to take care of the garden, you can sow whatever you want. But somehow... Woo! Somehow, even though my father left, I had a mother that was praying in that garden saying, God, don't let the weed of divorce take my son out. Don't let this community take my son out. God, don't let him be like the folk around him. God, he's going to be, he'll be different. And by the power of a praying mother who stayed in the garden, who allowed God to cover this family, she took dominion in an impossible situation. And here I am at the largest church in America, a husband and a father.
everybody praise God in that fourth section back there. I don't know why you're sitting down. Somebody give God a praise in here. My time is up. We got to fight for this thing. I'm tired of the devil tearing up families. Tired of him messing up marriage. Marriage is not a burden. Marriage is a blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah, we got to work on it, but that's my garden. You might see some weeds, but what about your weeds? You got some weeds too. Don't worry about my garden. God's going to help me with my garden. Don't give me advice till all your weeds is gone. Some of y'all trying to leave and beat traffic. Don't you leave, I'm talking to you, <laughs> sir, in the blue shirt. <laughs> He's like, trying to leave like it's black church. Put your finger up. <laughs> That's right, like what am I supposed to do? That's right. He ain't going nowhere, both of y'all come on back down. That's right. That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's what I'm talking about. And you know what? There's some other brothers that need to make their way to this altar real quick. This is a real unorthodox Wednesday. Any husbands, any fathers who need to just stand up and say, I'm gonna take dominion in my family. I'm gonna cover my kids. Look at these men of God. Do you know what it does for the women of God? When men begin to take their rightful position, when the husbands begin to love their wives like Christ loved the church, do you know how much damage that does to hell? Do you know how much encouragement that gives to single people? That there are men that are willing to worship in spirit and in truth on a Wednesday night? And as the men begin to worship, it unlocks the full potential of the woman that's next to you. Watch how easy it is for women to worship in this atmosphere. Ladies, when we fight for the family, when we fight for dominion, when we fight for our children and tell hell, no, you can't have my kids. No, you can't have my wife. No, you can't have my mind. No. Wow, now that blessed me. I'm listening to it like it's the first time I've ever heard it. Let me tell you something, this message wasn't just for you. This message was for me and my family. I never wanted to be one of those preachers that preached to the whole world and lost my family. What good am I if I preach to everybody else but my wife and kids don't make it in? I wanted to have dominion in my house with my family this is a message that you and I need to listen to over and over and over again to be reminded of what's most important. That's why TBN has made this resource available to you, Dominion, Claiming Your God-Given Authority, a four-CD set and a gift of any amount. We're going to get this to you. Some of the content we couldn't get on the broadcast, so I'm urging you, get on the phone, go to the website, write the letter, get this series in your hands. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Dominion, it's the first declaration God gave to Adam after he created him. We talk about all the other things, but we very rarely talk about dominion. This is a place that if you get the revelation of dominion, you're going to see your entire spiritual world open up. This 
This one was a game changer for me, and I know it'll do the same for you. Power, authority, influence. The Bible calls that dominion. In fact, dominion is a key biblical mandate that extends from common everyday life into the spiritual realm of heaven itself. So why is dominion such a misunderstood concept for far too many believers? In his enlightening series, Dominion, Claiming Your God-Given Birthright, Pastor John Gray explains that it's time to stop living beneath the privileges that the Creator has given you and to thank you for your gift of any amount in support of your TBN, we will rush a copy of this special four CD series directly to you. In this revealing series, you'll discover that dominion is not something you earn or work to acquire. As you listen to messages like living above average and destination declaration, you'll realize that it's your birthright. And with your gift of $90 or more, we'll also rush you the perfect Bible to help you explore the promises of dominion found throughout God's Word. This new King James Bible includes a one-year reading plan, helpful concordance, and insightful notes throughout. Both the Bible and John Gray's four-CD series, Dominion, are yours with our thanks. Take a few moments right now to call, click, or write with your gift of any amount for John Gray's four-CD series, Dominion, or $90 or more to include the New King James Bible. You are created in God's image, empowered with dominion. Hey, before you go, let me just pray for you. This series is too important for us to miss this moment. Father, I pray for every family that's gathered around a television right now, that you will strengthen them at their core, that you will bless the husbands to have vision for their homes, that they'll have grace for their children, strength to declare vision and life in their mouths to speak dreams to their wives, that the wives will rise up and call their husbands blessed, that they will speak life to the children, that there will be beauty and romance and strength and health and peace. God, let home be a safe haven, not a battlefield. Let home be the place where dominion is declared and established and the enemy has no right to walk in or come in and out. I declare that this word will not just be some surface word that people hear, but it'll be a word that they grab on the inside. That change will surely come by the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray it and I pray it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. I want to thank you for being a part of John Gray's world. And I'm so grateful to TBN for bringing fresh, creative, and refreshing content to the screen. We're not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, we're gonna be right back here next week because that's how we roll. Thank you, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to John Gray's world. Woo. end up exactly where he wants me to and no amount of backwards and mess up and I failed and no good and try again is going to stop me from moving in the direction and ending up and arriving at the place called destiny you will win you will succeed you don't have a choice because you didn't create yourself you didn't speak yourself God spoke you and you will end up at the happily ever after.